Here we go. Three, two, Mike's good. one. Mike's good. good. We're back. We're back. <laughs> 14. 14. Sober October. Episode 14. Yep. Soby October. <sighs> yep. It begins. We're in it now. See? Non-alcoholic. Got the nons. The nons. What you got today? Nothing got? much. I got a video for you to kick off Sober October. Soby October. Yeah. All right. Ready? You know this comes out like mid-October. <laughs> Well, by the time everybody sees this, we'll already be drunk again. <laughs> Here we go. What the fuck? I don't know where he's going. Leave that dude sleeping, man. You can't wake up a (laughs) drunk-ass dude behind the wheel. (laughs) For my real fans. Well, we're back. We're back, dude. Just clank. Clank, clinkity, clank, nons. Mm. These aren't bad, though. If you've never tried, these aren't bad. The non-alcoholic beers? Yeah. I've never tried. As soon as you pop one, though, it gives you an inverted penis. (laughs) (laughs) just for october yeah we'll be back for the holidays oh nice just in time you're feeling good about it yeah i'm feeling pretty good been doing pretty good so i've done sober october four times out of the last five years yeah and um it's relatively the same every single time yeah starts out it's one of those, I, I'm never looking forward to going into it, but I'm always looking forward to going into it, yeah. if that makes sense. Kind of like winter, or like fall, like hoodie season. It's like, oh, I'm ready to get those hoodies on. I think I've told you this analogy before. To me, it comes at a perfect time, because when you come out of summer, mm-hmm. you're out doing stuff all the time. Yeah. At least from uh, what happens for me is that a lot of the disciplines that I've had in food, and drinking and staying up late mm-hmm. and getting sleep slowly through the summer stuff slightly starts to go off the rails yeah. and then pretty soon by the time we get to middle of september i'm like man i'm ready for sober <laughs> october <laughs> but then as we creep towards it i'm like oh i don't want to do sober <laughs> october because usually what sober october does is you don't just at least for me you don't just stop drinking yeah. you stop you need to replace that time yeah. with something else. Yeah. And and then that trickles down to all the healthy stuff, working out and, yeah. and, uh, and just trying to get healthy in lots of different areas. And I always look at it. Have I used that analogy with you? I have, right? The typewriter? Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It feels like all summer long that typewriter is just slowly going this way. And then for me, it helps just to slam it back. Yeah. 
and then try to hold it there as it slowly <laughs> starts to go like this. Just hold it there as long as I can. Until we go to next October. Slam it back. Yeah. Do you have goals? Yeah. Like at the end of October? Not drink. Is that your only goal? <laughs> uh, I've, so I've never done Sober October. I've, this is my first year. Um, I've never done it. Never really thought about it. Um, but I guess my only goal is just to honestly just support you in it. Do it. You do it. <laughs> so, you know. But no, no, no. Like, no. Like, when... Uh, so I won't be drinking this month. Uh, I plan on probably saving a little bit of money. Um, not like I spent a ton of money on alcohol, but, you know, adds up. You know, 12-pack here or there or whatever, a bottle here or there. It adds up. So save a little bit of money on that. <clears throat> and then um, one of the main goals is to really get back in the gym, though. Like, I've been trying to get you to go climbing with me more, but... Um, I think it's probably one of the best workouts I've had next to, like, mountain biking. But, yeah, want to get back in there. Like I said, like, at least three, maybe four times a week. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. It's a lot of climbing. Mm-hmm. The, uh, well, the other thing about saving, because I have the same goal. I'd like to reel back the spending. Mm-hmm. Um, because... I feel like you're not just buying a 12 pack. Mm-hmm. You're what ends up happening is you also end up buying a pizza or buying someone else a yep. drink or another mm-hmm. 12 pack for someone else. Yep. And it just trickles into that's so my commitment personally is no Grubhub, nice. no more Grubhub, no spending money uh, on easy food. Yeah, honestly, I look at uh. Sober October, like a challenge. Like, I have to tackle it. Yeah. I got to dive into it. <laughs> Sober October is like a challenge. Yeah. After the first few days, though, I got my I get my feet set, and I'm a lot better at tackling that challenge. Mm-hmm. But I like to trim up a little bit, save a little bit of money. I'm already sleeping better. Yeah. I'm already, I track it all on my watch. Yeah. It's already, my watch every morning goes, what happened last night? <laughs> because it's always, <laughs> you got good sleep. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, it'll be interesting to go as we go forward to be able to look back and say, hey, these are the things that I wanted to yeah. accomplish during it. See what happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I have a sober October video. As long as I don't keep buying zero alcohol piss water for $11 for six bottles. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to save, save some money. money. <laughs> I'm trying yeah. to save some money. Yeah. These are just to get me through my, you know, my little beer nights. So, this is along the lines of Sober October. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, just go. Just go. Just go. No introduction. In order to change your frame of thought, a piece of you has to die. It's worse than that. A piece of you has to die, and it might be a lot of you. When that piece dies, it's not like it's replaced immediately by a new functional piece. We just released this Exodus seminar, right? And one of the things that happens to the Israelites, once they leave the tyranny of Egypt, they end up lost in the desert. Of course, that's part of the mystery of the story. It's like, it's not a very big desert where they're lost. It wouldn't take 40 years to walk across it. It's three generations. But what happens is that in the aftermath of the collapse of a tyrannical belief system, well, the tyranny disappears, but then you're lost. And it's not obvious at all that being lost is preferable to being in the tyranny. And that's why people will develop nostalgia for the tyranny. It's also why people won't let go of their beliefs. It's like imagine you stubbornly stick to a counterproductive pattern of behavior and you even know it's counterproductive but you won't let it go think well why would you be so damn daft not to 
let go of something that you know is hurting you? And the answer is, well, better the devil you know than the desert you don't. In order to Damn, that's a pretty, pretty good statement there at the end, too. I think that, yeah, for me, that makes 100% sense. It's like better the, better the devil you know than the desert you don't. Right. So if you don't find things to replace bad habits, you don't find good habits to replace bad habits, then you're kind of just wandering. You're kind of just like out there like, well, what do I do? It's one of the hardest. For the people I've known and even myself, the times I've said, you know what, I'm taking a long break. Mm-hmm. I'm just taking a break from, from boozing. Uh, the rookie mistake is just living the same way. Yeah. Doing the same thing. Yep. Except just removing alcohol. Yeah. I remember when I stopped smoking cigarettes, uh, I also had to stop drinking coffee. Like I had mm. to stop doing things that triggered wanting to smoke cigarettes. Yeah. Um, and and you, what's crazy is I've had this conversation with my, my dad a bunch of times of when you try something new and it works, mm. what do you like? It's not always a feeling of victory. Yeah. I've gone as I've gone through sober October all these times, you feel better at the end. Right. Your sleeping's better. You have more energy. Your yeah. skin looks better. You're working out more. You have more energy. Yeah. But gosh, drinking's just so much like, <laughs> you have all this weight of yeah. that. But then the few there's like two or three things mm-hmm. everyone probably has about drinking, whether it's numbing out mm-hmm. or or helping them be social. Yeah two or three things can weigh as much or, as all the or more yeah. than all the positives. Yeah. And a lot of times when, when I get through these little sabbaticals, mm-hmm. you look back and you're like, well, it worked. Yeah. And it's, it can feel a little, uh, not lost, but you feel like a crossroads almost like, well, I know it works. Yeah. Feel better, yeah. exercise more, have more energy. These are all good things. Yeah. But the weight of being able to just, numb out like even yeah. what we were talking today like after a really hard day yeah. you still know the benefits yep. but it's still so hard yeah not to be like let me just have a numb beer. out yeah let me just have a couple beers and numb out for a little bit numb out for or a even bit. like the big one that you just mentioned too is just in social settings too it's definitely harder for me to kind of be way social in like a big group of people unless i'm having a couple drinks but i don't know if that's because the entire group is doing that as well. You know what I mean? So it's like you kind of feel like, I don't know, or if that's just a mental block that I have. So that's one that I have for sure when I go out. It's hard for me to be in like a a big group setting and not have something. But I remember when I did stop drinking a while back, I went, I did a, uh, I didn't drink for a year. And um, so one thing that I found to like replace that and it actually worked for me is I started drinking like uh, tonic waters with just a lime. So I'd still go to the bars, still go out with my friends, still go everywhere. I would just drink uh, tonic water with a lime instead. So Did it, it help me, to just have something in your hand? Yeah, it made me feel like I was being social with everybody, having like a cocktail. And, no, and then also at that point too, anybody that would see me with it, they would think that I was having a drink. So nobody would ask too, like, hey, do you want to drink or why aren't you drinking or yada, yada, yada. You don't get those questions also. So that, that when I was doing that, um, that helped a lot. I was like that. And I think that's kind of probably why I grabbed these zeros too. It's like, I don't know. It's just mental, mental thing. It's like, I don't necessarily, 
yeah, it's it's not some some of it is a little bit of a a numbing or a self or you know, self coping whatever call it um, with the actual alcohol in the drink, but I think some of it's a little bit of a habit also. It's kind of like when I used to smoke cigarettes. Mm-hmm. I used to smoke in the car. Like as soon as I get in the car, light up a cigarette. Yeah. If I'd be sitting at home, I'd for, I wouldn't even think about smoking. Like if it was my day off and I wasn't doing anything, I was just hanging out at home. I could go the whole day without a cigarette. I wouldn't even think about it. But it's kind of like those, for me, I think it's a little bit more habit of when you watch football, you have some drinks. I know. When you go to the barbecue, you have some drinks. When you go golfing, you have some drinks. Like right. You kind of just build this. It's this. implemented in almost everything you do. Yeah. But it's not even something you've come up with. That's just like the way yeah. it feels like activities yeah. work. Yeah. It's always something. Right involved in it unless you never drink and like nobody you know drinks right. then then you kind of grow up in that scenario where it's like well that's just not what you do well like one thing i notice for myself when we go through these sabbatical times of drinking mm-hmm. uh like i was dealing with it today but I, as we've been going through october i know this about Four myself <laughs> i've got to like manage my emotions yeah throughout the day yeah because i know if i get too pissed off right now yeah i'm gonna want to go home and have a drink yeah or if or if you know if i get too upset about something Mm. uh or even like like i was saying about smoking like when i quit smoking cigarettes there were certain things i also had to stop doing like there's certain like tv shows i'll watch yeah that make just make you feel man i want to have a whiskey yeah these guys are all chilling having a whiskey at the bar and laughing i'm like uh can't watch that this month. Yeah. Like it's it's not triggering but it's too like it adds a level of temptation. Yeah. I just today was the first time I was getting bothered by something at work so much that I was like, "Oh god, here we go. Trial number 1." Yeah. Because I can manage through it if I can make sure and it's probably a a good thing because I'll choose like, "Hey, I'm not going to react mm-hmm. to this. I'm going to let this one slide off my back." Mhm. Um, like certain things you have to do, and probably yeah. more enjoyable to be around. <laughs> Not picking at everything, and getting all upset or whatever. The crossroads, and we can talk about it once we get there, is when sober October is over, and you look back and go, "Cool, I dropped ten pounds mm-hmm. of fat. I put on eight pounds of muscle. Yeah. I'm sleeping great. I'm happy." You had already said you were like, yeah. oh, I don't know. If I, like, I don't know. If I'm going 30, I might as well just go. Yeah. Just be a sober dude. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I don't know. How do you people do it that don't drink at all? That don't have problems drinking. Obviously, if you're if you're an alcoholic, I would fully support and champion you not drinking. But for the social drinker or the person that just randomly drinks, I don't, yeah. It's like you go through, through a whole month and then you're just like, well, at that point, you have so many things that change. When do you have a drink again? I don't know. I know people that, I honestly think it's a, it's person, a lot of it is personality based. Yeah. Like I, know people they can go hey i drink every once in a while and to them every once in a while is like a couple glasses of wine mm-hmm. once a month oh yeah or something sure. like that yep. my brain's just not wired that way yeah. the more that alcohol 
has been studied mm-hmm. before early on it was just dude just stop yeah just stop yeah it's like okay just stop like i saw a video they were making fun of these climbers mm-hmm. that this rookie climber's going up and this veteran climber's like the dude's struggling and he's like just pull yourself up yeah just jump <laughs> just jump yeah. <laughs> i was like dude if i could do it yeah i just do it i do it yeah. that didn't help me to say just stop yeah just stop so like i said i, I started doing like so I'll go climbing, but then I'll do um, like legs right before. So I'll do climbing and then legs. You're working out your legs from climbing also. I understand that. But it kind of warms my legs up. And I feel like my upper body gets so much more tired, so much faster um, when I'm climbing. So that's why I do a quick leg workout prior. But like going back to, I don't know if I can ever go back to like, like a Vasa or like a Planet Fitness or anything like that. I get so, it's it's more, it's almost more damaging to me mentally now than good. Because I'm just Damaging? Like, yeah, like I'm like, I just get so pissed there. I'm just like looking around, I'm like, the fucking machines are taking up. You got the bros sitting there talking on the fucking bench for 35 minutes, sitting there, like it's just like. How's climbing any different when it's busy? Anything. There's always something to climb. There's always something. There's always a rope open. Well, there's always something to do at the gym. There's always something open. Yeah, it's not fun, though. No. That's what I was trying to tell you. I thought the big difference was, Mm. is when I go to the gym, I'm I'm knocking out 90 minutes and trying to get out of there. Yeah. Where the climbing feels like you need, like, three hours. Yeah. You just want to kick it. Because it's more of a social, there's a social element to it. Yeah. When I go to the gym, I just throw headphones on. Yeah. And do whatever routine I'm planning on doing. Yeah. And then try to get out of there and have the rest of my night. Yeah. Where climbing feels like that is the night. Yeah. Now that you're not drinking, that's the night. I know. You knock out three hours. Like, boom. Done. Get home. Tired of shit. <sighs> Sleep. Yeah. Oh, that's the other thing, though, I want to conquer. You fear heights? The fear of heights. Yeah, dude. That's an important you're one gonna for me. You're going to do it, man. I know you are. I didn't realize... That that fear had crept up so much. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually looking forward to that also. Yeah. At the, I'm trying to get that eye of the tiger challenge mm. like thing back yeah. that kind of went away. Like yeah. I used to look at stuff and be like, dude, I'm going to tackle that. Yeah. And over the last six months, I'm like, I don't really give a shit. Yeah. Tackle it or not tackle it. Just put on a movie. Yeah. Give me a beer. I started getting, I noticed as I, I was getting older, I started getting more nervous. I felt like, and like had not like, um, phobias or whatever, or like I wasn't super scared, but I was timid on certain things. Like when I started mountain biking, um, when I was out in Arkansas, like I went, but I was pretty scared the whole time. Like it was, it was kind of like, oh, I don't want to fall. I don't want to break anything. I don't want to do this. And I've stopped doing a lot of things that I used to do for that reason. I'm like, well, what's the point? Like, what's the point of doing that if I'm going to, if I have the possibility of falling and breaking a bone or fucking my face up or, or something like that? And so when I started mountain biking, that was like one of the things I was like, no. I'm going to do this. I'm going to, and I'm going to get better at it. And so I, I went pretty hard on that. Another thing was fear of heights. I had a fear of heights. Like, I don't know what, it, like I've always had a healthy fear of heights. Like, Hey, be careful when you're up high. But it crept up as I got, got older 
and I was scared, like scared, scared. Do you think and that so, that's because as you get older, you fully understand the risks? I think so. Like, I think you start understanding the risks that are involved with what you're doing. And you're like, oh, shit. Like, if I break my arm, like, I got to go to work still. I have to still do things. Yeah. And it's like, uh, if I break my leg, I'm fucked. Like, so you kind of start calculating those risks versus the reward of it. And I think as we do that, um, yeah, we start to dial back on some of the things that we do. And then I, for me personally, it put me in a space of almost kind of fearful to do those things because of what the possible outcome would be. And I remember when I started climbing, the f- every single time I went up on the wall, I was like, oh my gosh, if I, if I fall, like I'm fucked. Um, if I fall, like, oh, this is horrible. And so climbing was a big thing for me because it got me to start understanding. Mountain biking didn't make me understand it. Climbing made me understand it. Because mountain biking, I was riding a bike. There's still scary points on a bike too. Like if you're if you're not paying attention, you fuck yourself up really fast. But climbing got me to the point of understanding. It was like, oh, you can do all of these things. You just do them safely. Like that's it. If you do them safely, like you're good. And the point of it is multiple things. And it depends on the person. For me, the point of it is being active, but also figuring out how to do something that I don't know how to do. Like I know how to climb up a wall. Give me a low grade climb. Perfect. Climb it up. Easy. But figuring out how. And so the heights thing is past me now. Like I can climb up the wall. Boom. Easy climb. Climb up the wall. No big deal. Now it's to a point now where it's like, all right, but can I climb that? Can I climb that harder climb? Can I climb this? Can I climb that? And it's kind of just figuring that out. And that point, at that point, it starts giving me kind of like a a feeling of like accomplishment. It's like, fuck, dude, I couldn't do that. I couldn't do that two months ago. And now I'm doing it still yeah. hard, but it's getting like, I'm getting better. So that's how it used to be for me. Like when I was in the gym, it's like, all right, I've never been able to lift that much. And I was getting excited. Yeah. I could relate to that at the gym. Yeah. I was trying to relate to it in the climbing mm-hmm. and I think it, comes maybe in stages yeah. like the stage you're at is the stage where you're ready to conquer yeah the next climb exactly yep for me uh with the heights the when we went the first time yeah. uh and i was up there on the high wall i remember being up there and being like heights owns me right now yeah like it owns me mm-hmm. and I don't like the feeling of something owning me right and it's not that I'm in tons of situations like that yeah. but it did like I used to roller coaster without thinking all the time. Yeah. Now when we think about it, I'm like, I think I can do a roller coaster still. Yeah. I used to do that stuff as a kid mm-hmm. over rat back and forth, back and forth, back yeah, and forth, yeah. back in line, up, go. Yeah. And I I think a part of that was the naivety of well, they wouldn't let us do this if it wasn't safe. Yeah. Right? And then now you grow up and you everything's on <laughs> You know, like, TikTok, yeah. and you see the craziest videos ever. Mm-hmm. You go, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Something can happen. Yeah. And then I, my brain starts going to, what's the point? What To fly around in a circle yeah. for this risk? Yeah. No, nah, I'm good. Why? But I think that's how you start paring your life down yeah. to why would I do this? Why would I do that? Why do, and next thing you know, why would you do much? Yeah. Why would you do anything? You know, why wouldn't you just go to work and come home? Come and home, sit and watch TV. If nothing has a point. Yeah. When I when I started climbing, 
It's like, hey, do you want to go climbing? After the first time I did the higher wall, in my mind, automatically it was like, no, that was scary as shit. And then, but I manually just told myself, like, yes, I do. Yes, I want to go. Yeah. And it was weird, like, and so it took a few times of doing that for sure. Of then it just became like, hey, do you want to go climbing? Like, yeah. Because there's still times where I get up there and like, I'm like, oh, fuck. And you, there's just so many things that go through your mind. You're like, oh, fuck. Are they pay- are they going to, are they pay- playing, paying attention mm-hmm. down there? Uh, is the rope fucking, has the rope been up here too long? Is it going to fucking snap on me? Did I tie my knot correctly? And then you let go and it, the, you hear the knot start cracking. You're like, oh, shit. And at that point, you're, you know, you're up there. So the the fear of falling from a high distance, I don't, for me, I don't think it's ever going to go away. I don't think I'm ever going to be one of those people that can just um, tie themselves to a rope and swing off a mountain. Right. No. I don't think, I don't think that I'd be there ever. Let's get you a climbing goal. I already had the climbing goal. What is it? Tackle heights. I know, but that's pretty. That's a pretty vague. That's a pretty big goal. That's a pretty vague goal too. I'm not. I don't even. Pretty vague. I don't even consider myself as tackled the heights. I'm down to do things to give me some adrenaline and like give me some shit like that. But only if like I don't know. Now it's just on my terms of what seems like it might be fun. Hmm. Yeah. Well, we'll see when this month is done. I'm feeling good about it. Just wait till week three. Crying, falling off, want to fall off the wagon. <laughs> I can't do this. I'm done. I'm done. I've come to find out that I, I like the taste of beer, but. Mm. Not the nons. No. Some good ones out there. It's not bad, but. Mm. Nah. Get out of your system. Mm. It's that three day period, dude. I'd rather drink some green tea. Yeah. <laughs> Going healthy. Let's go. Green tea. All right, dog. All right. Can't wait. Episode 13 done. Done. Just joking. 15. 14. Oh. This guy (laughs) never gets it right. Oh. Hey. RFK, baby. For my real fans.